0: Welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by Creator Kids. Creator Kids is a place for your little listener to learn skills like drawing, watercolor painting, iMovie, digital painting, chess, and more. Each class is a live learning opportunity. It is productive screen time and it's fun. Visit creatorkidswithaz.com and browse their class lists Today. And use promo code Stories 20 for a huge 20% discount. Now on to some shoutouts. Savannah from Melbourne continues to share the coolest drawings featuring different things from the Valley Town series. Those drawings are awesome, Savannah. If you were a character in the Valley, you'd be a shape-shifting wizard who can turn into any animal. Thanks for listening, Savannah. Heidi, Rue, and Ford from Massachusetts, like to listen on long road trips. I love their drawings of Steve the Goblin King and the Tree Beast. I think if you three were characters in the valley, you'd be the protectors of the tiny islands. And you would work to protect miniature islands with miniature people and animals living on them. Thanks for listening, Heidi, Rue, and Ford. This episode is titled Manticore Part 6, and I want to again thank Finn and Weston, Two actual, real-life brothers who came up with most of the ideas for this series. They came up with so many ideas, in fact, that I was not able to squeeze them all in. Thanks, Finn and Weston. You two are awesome. The brothers were surrounded by manticores. Beasts with the bodies of a lion, giant scorpion tails, the faces of a human, and some even had wings. Three manticores chased Finn about the stony chamber. Finn leaped off the wall, flipping over the manticores and proving too quick for their charging attacks. Weston was atop the statue of the giant manticore in the center of the room. He tossed exploding goofballs down among the two manticores below. The beasts snapped at him with their powerful jaws and jabbed at him with their poison scorpion tails. He began hopping to avoid their swipes and stabs. A few well-aimed goofball bombs knocked the manticore away from the statue, buying him some time. He turned to see Finn running toward him, hoping to take the high ground on the statue as well. Finn was halfway to the statue when one of the manticore that had been knocked away by the goofball explosion scrambled to its feet and stabbed at Finn from behind. Finn! yelled Weston, hoping to alert his brother of the danger, but it wasn't soon enough. Finn dodged to the side, avoiding the stab of the scorpion tail to the middle of his back. Instead, the poison tail stuck into Finn's arm. Delivering a dangerous dose of bright green poison. Finn screamed in pain and Weston leaped from the back of the manticore statue down to his brother. The manticore continued its charge, and as Weston approached Finn from above, he threw his fighting stick into the manticore's face so hard it knocked some of its sharp teeth out. The broken teeth clattered onto the stone floor, and the beast roared in pain. Weston grabbed his brother, trying to drag him to the safety of the manticore statue. Finn's arm hung at his side. It surged with pain, and he couldn't lift it at all. The poison made his entire body weak. As Weston dragged his brother along the stone floor, Finn blasted the other manticore with his staff held in his one good arm. Sharp blue blasts of magic peppered the attacking beasts, and they were driven back. The brothers reached the statue but Finn was too injured to climb to the top. The two slumped against the side of the statue. Weston dumped out his entire bag of exploding goofballs and they rolled about on the ground nearby. He began tossing them out toward the charging manticore. The beasts were fearless, mindless, like robots. They ran right into the blasts and were knocked onto their backs. Two of the manticore were knocked out of the fight entirely and instead of falling over defeated, they exploded into black smoke and disappeared entirely. The smoke wafted into the air and three manticore remained. They continued to charge Finn and Weston, still crouched against the statue. I'm out, Finn! I'm out of bombs! yelled Weston, shaking his bag, hoping a few errant goofballs would fall out. Finn's eyes were barely open. The arm that was stabbed by the poisonous scorpion tail was turning black. Every move he made was terribly painful. He held out his staff and said to Weston, Grab on. Weston grabbed onto Finn's magical staff and the two brothers focused all of their magical power through it. A bright blue beam of light hummed from the staff and hit one of the manticore, exploding it instantly. The blast was so powerful that the other manticore charging them was disintegrated as well, and they both disappeared into a large cloud of black smoke. Finn dropped his staff to the ground and it shattered into many pieces, smoking and broken from the intense blast of magic the brothers channeled through it. Finn slumped to the ground, in too much pain to move. Weston gasped and looked out among the stone chamber they were in. He considered the events in his mind, remembering the four manticore that had been defeated. Four manticore. Four manticore. Then he remembered... There were five! Just then he heard a soft growl from above. He looked up, and on top of the statue was the fifth manticore, mouth open, drool dripping down. Weston scrambled away and heard the manticore chasing him. He held one fighting stick and reached into his remaining bag to grab something to help him in this battle. Before he could grab anything useful, though, the manticore swiped its huge lion paw at Weston. Its claws ripped the strap of the bag and Weston dropped it on the floor. All the useful items the heroes of the valley had given them spilled out onto the floor. Weston leaned forward to try and grab something, anything, to help him in this battle. But the manticore was charging ahead, and he had to run off, leaving all the powerful items useless on the ground. Weston had to finish off this manticore with only one fighting stick. He leaped and dodged and rolled to avoid the stabbing, poisoned scorpion tail. But the manticore was faster. Much faster. And Weston couldn't escape him for much longer. Finally, the manticore had Weston cornered. It leaped and bit at Weston. He held out his fighting stick in defense, and the manticore chomped down hard, snapping the stick in its mouth. The hard wood splintered, leaving sharp edges where it broke off. The manticore stabbed at Weston hard with his scorpion tail and Weston leaned to one side. The poison tip smashed into the rock wall, stuck for just a moment. Weston used this opportunity to climb onto the manticore tail and leap onto its back. He jumped into the air and brought the sharp end of the fighting stick down into the manticore's back with all his strength. The manticore roared and poofed into a cloud of thick black smoke. Weston fell through the smoke onto the ground, gasping and heaving out of breath. Weston gathered all the magical items scattered on the ground near his bag and limped to where his brother lay. He sifted through the items, trying to find something to help Finn. As he opened pouches and potion bottles, searching for a healing tonic, the statue they were huddled next to came to life. The stone rumbled and the manticore stood up, This King Manticore was so large that each paw it placed on the ground made a boom sound. Weston leaned over and covered up his brother Finn, thinking this King Manticore was going to attack them. As the monster moved, the stones covering it broke off and fell and crashed to the ground, revealing the same impossibly black fur as the now-defeated Manticore guardians. This Manticore was unique, in that its head was that of a lion. The beast leaned down calmly. It wasn't angry or fierce like the others. Without moving its mouth, the beast spoke to Finn and Weston. The King Manticore's voice was in their minds. Why have you come here? The king asked. We've come to gain control of the Manticores, said Weston. For what purpose do you seek control? asked the king. The manticores have stolen all the gold main lions and teleported them to their underwater island. I think they've been doing it with other animals, too, said Weston. The manticore mean no harm. Without a leader, they simply strive to expand their domain, explained the king. They are populating their island with beneficial creatures to maintain a thriving ecosystem. As their new leader, what will you have them do? Weston paused for a moment. Well, I guess I don't know exactly. Me and my brother were supposed to figure it out, but he got poisoned and... Weston then looked to his brother lying on the ground next to him. He was still breathing, but his eyes were closed. The arm that got stung was completely black, and the discoloration was spreading to the rest of his body. The King Manticore lumbered closer to Finn, putting his face right next to the boy. The giant, lion headed beast began licking the injury, licking his arm where he had been stung. The Manticore's tongue was so large that it scooted Finn across the stone floor with every lick. Moments later, Finn's arm began to return to the original color of his cat fur. He breathed heavy and sat up, looking to Weston for an explanation. You got stung! said Weston, but King Manticore here just licked you and healed the poison. He wants to know what we're going to order the Manticores to do. We need to relocate them to another island, said Finn, in a tired voice, and tell them to stop stealing creatures. I see, said the King Manticore. I grant you power over the Manticore species. Everyone will do as you command. You can now speak to them as I am speaking to you now. Do right by them. The King Manticore then slowly turned to dust and disappeared in a cloud of dark smoke, just like the other Manticore guards. This just gets crazier and crazier, said Weston. The boys dusted themselves off and gathered their things. I think we should try and talk to the manticore before we leave here, said Weston. You know, like, with our minds. Finn nodded, and the brothers closed their eyes to focus. They pictured the manticore in their underwater island. They saw the creatures and the gold-maned lions and all the other animals in that ecosystem. The King Manticore gave the brothers mind powers that allowed them to see through the eyes of any manticore no matter how far apart they were. Weston and Finn thought commands, and the manticore reacted as if they heard them and understood. Mental images flashed in their minds of the manticore beginning to zap the gold mane lions back to the island of Katana. Finn and Weston told the manticore to return all other animals they teleported back to their original homes, and they instructed the manticore to remain on the island of Katana and protect it until they returned. Well, that's done, said Finn. Who knew we'd end up solving this problem from the moon? Yeah, right, from deep inside the moon, no less, added Weston. So, I guess now we We swim back up to the Lady of the Lake. Just then, a flash of white light appeared above one of the pools of water in the chamber. The Lady of the Lake appeared before them again, rising up from the pool. Your quest is complete and your new life begins, she said. Come, join me on the island of the lake. There is much to do. Finn and Weston sighed and walked over to the pool of water. They wondered what this new life would be like, living on the dark side. They wondered if they would be able to find ingredients for goofballs. And they wondered how long they would be in service to the Lady of the Lake. They stepped into the pool of water and returned to their new home on the dark side. The End Thanks for listening, everyone. The website is com. Send all your drawings and such to kidsstoriespodcast at gmail.com and find many more stories at patreon.com forward slash kidsstoriespodcast. Adios!